0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two, and I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves.
0: We're here to build our village, and we hope that you join us. I have one thing to say to you, Sarah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, we got to bleep that out. It's 8 a.m. I mean, we got to... It's hot, Mom. Summer <laughs> oh, part two. Wait, oh, 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 oh! She's she's taking off her shirt, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's her blazer, but uh, jacket, jacket. Oh, it's getting real it hot get, in here.
1: It, did it just get real got
0: hot. It just got twenty <laughs> degrees hotter. You look real hot today.
1: Oh, thank you,
0: love. So do you. <laughs> so, guys. Since our Hot Girl Summer episode one or part one did so well, yep. and so many of you guys had such a fun time listening to it, if you haven't listened to it, you guys stop this episode and go back and listen to that episode before you listen to this one. We are gonna do a part two today, and we're gonna have a lot of fun with it because we're gonna be talking about some things that are not really talked about on here, which is more of what makes the superficial us hot things. outside. <laughs> what makes us hot? on the outside. We talk a lot about the inside. We talk a lot about the heart and the soul and the mind. But today we're going to talk about all the superficial things that we love. Okay? (laughs) Yes.
1: Let's do it. And no
0: one's going to judge us because you know what? Moms especially, you deserve to feel hot on the outside too.
1: I agree. I agree. Lately, I've been seeing so many of my mommy friends. We're hitting that like late 30s, early 40s and they are owning it. Owning Owning it. it. And I'm so inspired. I saw one of my friends in like a full-blown bikini photo and I was so happy for her and she looked great. And not because of anything specific, but just because she had the confidence to put a photo of herself up there like that. I just felt so happy for her.
0: Well, let's define before we go into the specifics of what we do to look like us. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, What do you do yeah, to no, no. look like but that? Before we
0: before we do that, let's describe what hot means to us now in our late 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. kind of talked about in the inside last time, like, what that deeply means of just, like, beyond looks. Right. But, like, what does that mean to you now?
1: We're talking about the outside I stuff? I mean, just in general. Oh, for me is something I've been really embracing is not apologizing for things that Mm. I feel like I want to say or do and not having to explain myself all the time. Yes. That feels hot to me. Yes.
0: I love that. I think that's really hot. And I'm learning that too. I think owning it and not feeling bad that you want to look or dress a certain way. Because now you're a mom or you're a certain age and you can't do this and that. And not and if you want to wear that crop top or you want <laughs> to wear those cutouts with all the holes in them or you want to go get freaking Botox because it makes you feel better, don't apologize. Don't make excuses. Don't give us 10,000 reasons. Yeah. Just say, I'm going to do it because I it makes to. you feel good. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. hot to me. It is hot. And not having to explain yourself.
1: I love that. Less explaining. Less explaining. And just do you. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we're going to talk about all the categories today. Beauty, fashion, what we do. And then also body, health, fitness, what we do. (laughs) And we would also love to hear what you guys do too. Because these are obviously just our own experiences and what we think about them. That makes us feel really good. So let's go into it.
1: Before we do that, I do have to say from the first episode… You told our listeners, our mommy listeners, to not wear the skinny I jeans. I did not
0: tell How, <laughs> I, I did not tell them not to wear. I just told them that You said
1: it was out of style and whatever. <laughs> but I no, but I, I know what you're I know what you're saying and where you're coming from. First of all, skinny jeans after a certain age are so uncomfortable. <laughs> like I I just can't even do it. So they were on the way out anyway. But I thought that was so funny because that is the thing that I got the most responses about like, wait, really? I have to get rid of my high waisted jeans? Like, what do I do? And so I thought that was such a funny tip from you and moment from you because we are so attached to our high waisted jeans. And if anything, our jeans are getting higher and higher (laughs) and (laughs) higher. Might as well
0: cover the face at this point with the high waisted jeans, (sighs) high waisted (sighs) pants. I just thought that was so funny. I okay. mean, I, I love that out of all the things that…
1: That was it. That hit like a nerve. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, guys, if you hate me. But look, I'm kind of wearing high-waisted trousers today. They're not super high. Yeah. But
1: And I think that's a good balance. It's like yeah. high, but the leg is a little bit wider. Oh. So it balances out the ratio of yes. hip and the, and the… Do whatever and the makes
0: your body… What makes more you flattering feel good, more, and more most. flattering. Yeah.
1: Well, that was another thing that I've realized is as I'm getting older… I'm not following every single trend that is out there. Mm -hmm. I am understanding my body better and really emphasizing the things of my body that I feel most confident about.
0: Yeah. And you know exactly what makes you feel good. Yeah. And There's nothing worse than trying to do a trend and you don't feel like yourself.
1: It's horrible. And I've tried it and I don't need to do that ever again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you have your style down, I feel like. I think
1: so too. Yeah. And I kind of have these kind of staple pieces that I wear and just kind of rebuy again. And so-
0: so I let let's talk a little bit about fashion because I think fashion is probably our least we probably don't have as many tips here mm-hmm. because fashion is to everyone it's a little different. But for you, I feel like your staples have always been kind of like this flowier kind of feminine dress, like an like a kind of Isabel Morant kind yeah. of flowy dress, whether it be short, kind of what you're wearing or a little longer, and then like a boxier blazer.
1: Yeah, I agree too. I I like to show my legs. So that's why I like to wear shorter dresses or shorts. And and I love flowy things because i I just not into... It depends. Like sometimes I want to wear tight-fitting things. But generally for every day, I just want to wear something that mm-hmm. is comfortable and fits my frame. And then I think if I put a blazer, then I feel more put together. Since yeah. the dress doesn't give me a lot of shape, yeah, then that works for me.
0: Yeah. And I, I feel like your natural style is a bit more feminine. Like yeah. you do like the... Maybe it's like the beach life or whatever. So that fits your personality. I think that's really important for people to note is that like your style, like your personal style should fit your personality as well. Like it should reflect who you are. Like for me, I obviously I play with a lot of different trends, but like the core of who I am is I I like feeling very powerful and strong. Mm -hmm. So usually... You'll find me in trousers or like a strong suit or like even with jeans, I'll always have a blazer. More like masculine looks, to be honest, like yeah. what I'm wearing today. Yeah. But that's kind of like my go-to. And I think just having your go-to really eliminates kind of like the idea of like, what do I wear today? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you could just always go back to what makes you feel good.
1: And it's fun to play with different things and colors and patterns, but I also don't want to give what I'm wearing every day so much thought. Like yeah. I don't want it to take and consume so much of my time.
0: It, that That's what it is. It's like, for me, I like one thing and I will buy it literally in every <laughs> yeah, color. Yeah. Even though I don't wear that much color. But like I'll buy it in multiple different like shades of grays and blacks and whites. Yeah. And just wear that. And just again. wear that over and over yeah. again because it's just less less thinking I have to do. We already put so much energy into our work, our kids, our family, our homes. Like you don't want to worry about what, no. what you're going to wear that next day.
1: Yeah. I do have to say your skin has been looking amazing the past few months. What is happening? I've been wanting to ask you. So spell.
0: Oh my God. Okay. We're diving into beauty now. Do you guys really want to know? I do. I have not told anyone yet. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I try this thing called clear and brilliant. This is not sponsored by the way. If you are listening, to clear and brilliant, please sponsor me because I am obsessed. Like it's changed my skin. I don't know what it, is. so when I, I think in the last five years, my skin has not been at its best. And I would try and try and try everything that I used to do, and it just wouldn't get back to where it was. Remember that, like, kind of phase in my career where everyone's like, oh, my God, you have the best skin. Like, it's so glowy. And, like, I, I just couldn't get there for some how reason. How old were you
1: and how where were you in a the pre-baby ba- timeline? Time line.
0: Before second, for sure. Before second. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, obviously with age, things change. Things sag a little bit more. Things, you know, just move around. And so... As much as I try to take care of my skin, I just cannot get it to kind of that glow and like that radiance that the I used firmness. to have. That I feel firmness. like your skin looks
1: so firm these days. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so my dermatologist, who I also get my Botox once a year, which I will talk about. I'm very open about that as well with her. She was like, you should try Clear and Brilliant. And I was like, what is it? She's like, well, it's like a laser resurfacing thing. And I was like, I'm not really into lasers. And she's like, trust me, this is a different type of laser. She's also Asian. I'm very aware that like Asian melatonin skin is very sensitive to lasers. So I trusted her in that sense. And so what it does is that it doesn't hurt, by the way. They numb your face, but it just feels like something that's really hot, like heated on your face. And they kind of move this laser pen around. You don't really feel anything, but something kind of like tingling. And what they're doing essentially is kind of burning the first layer of skin off. And there is downtime, though. You don't look crazy, but you feel so dry and sandpapery, like on your skin, and it becomes really crusty for about a week. i'm on my I'm on my third day, and I feel like maybe by tomorrow or day after tomorrow, my skin will be completely like.
1: Right now, you're on your third on day of the day. procedure? Okay, yeah. but your skin is glowing right so now. So right over
0: here, it's on your cheek gone. your Okay. But here, it's still sandpapery. And it's still a little ashy. But I'm so I could already feel it. Like, it feels like a baby's butt.
1: Your skin looks so smooth and glowy right now.
0: So I highly recommend it. This is my first. My derm said, like, most people do it because it's so good. Like, at least three times. Um, at least, like once every other month or something but honestly for me I'm like I'm so happy with it with the first try like I might not even need to go back hopefully for a long time so I'm very happy with it the only thing is that you have to be very careful about the sun because right. your your skin is raw at that point because it's shedding off a layer of skin so you have to slather on SPF you have to stay out of the sun for a week which is kind of hard when you have kids cuz you're like running especially in the summer but super happy w- about it I would do it again There's minimal downtime, no pain at all. Okay. Chris, I love your nails. Okay, so I'm a firm believer in jelly drops now. You have convinced me. I have converted. I have tried them out. And Goodbye Salon Nails. I
1: mean, isn't it nice not to go to the salon?
0: I mean, I did not like that idea at first because I was like, I'm so used to going to the salon. But it's so much more convenient. It's so much faster. You save money. And they're just as cute, if not more, because they have so many, over 300 designs. Um, And so I'm obsessed. For those of you guys that don't know what Jelly Drops is, it is a semi-cured gel polish. So they have over 300 designs with different strip thickness ranging from thin, moderate to thick. And there's a style for everyone. There's modern, edgy, there's cute, there's feminine, there's vibrant, like everything you could think of. Obviously, I like more simple nails. So I usually just go for more of the simple stuff. But Sarah has kind of (laughs) had me thinking maybe I try something a little bit more adventurous because she came in with these rainbow nails and they look (laughs) so good. Anyways, it's also a female-owned and female-operated brand, which I personally love. As an entrepreneur myself, I, I want to support more female-owned businesses, and it's a small LA-based small business found by a local mom. Mm-hmm. So, guys, there's all the reason to love Jelly Drops even more. I mean, besides the products are fantastic.
1: And when the nails come off, this is probably my fifth set. The nails come off with minimal to no damage. Like truly, my nails do not get weaker after I use these. And there's no need to soak them off or file off the layers like um, wet gel nail polish. You just add a removal serum that they include and then they just pop off.
0: I mean, that's a game changer because I've been getting gel nails for the longest time and I kind of ruined my nails during that process but i i had no other option but now it lasts anywhere from 7 to 14 days it's easy to put on easy to take off you are out the door with an amazing salon gel manicure in less than an hour which is perfect for a busy mom like all of us right yeah so if you guys are interested in trying this out you guys should definitely check it out you get 15 percent off your first purchase when you use the code bumo b-u-m-o And you could go check them out at www.jellydrops.com. That's G-E-L-L-Y-D-R-O-P-S.com.
1: Once Upon a Farm is amazing to pack in a lunch to bring as an after-school snack in the car, and that's what we've been doing this summer. They are the leading baby food and kids' snacks brand offering organic cold-pressed fruit and veggie pouches. They have dairy-free smoothies, overnight oats, plant-rich meals, and more. They are fantastic. They're made with whole farm-fresh ingredients with no added sugar, concentrates, or anything artificial. Their their subscription offering is fully customizable, so you can pick and choose from their wide variety of blends or meals and switch it up before every delivery.
0: And look, we know that Back to School is just around the corner, and the hustle and bustle is going to be real. Um, We're gonna just be so busy Um, And this is one less thing that you and I have to worry about which is on the go snacks for the kids and really they cover a wide range of ages So that really helps out between like my three-year-old and seven-year-old. There's something for everyone I love that these are fresh refrigerated grab-and-go pouches so they are healthy nutritious and the kids just love them so so much and they have Everything from immunity blends, nutrition packed superfoods, um, you know, think like green kale and apples, strawberry banana swirl. And it's an easy way to get your kids to eat something nutritious throughout the day, which can be challenging at times. So I love that Once Upon a Farm makes healthy eating so, so fun.
1: You can find Once Upon a Farm at retailers nationwide and online. Get started today and enjoy an additional 35% off your first subscription order. Use code BUMO at onceuponafarmorganics.com. That's onceuponafarmorganics.com. Tell us about the Botox thing you were talking oh, about. Oh, okay. How did you start? Like, how did you go from, I don't want to do it, or maybe you never felt this way to, maybe I'll try it, and then maybe I'll try it again, and now mm. it's part of my thing. So
0: Botox is something that I've been pretty open about. I, mean, I don't talk about it all the time, but I think the followers that i That follow me, they know that I do it because I do talk about it here and there. I actually started Botox very minimally for my jawline because I was so square and I wanted to slim it down many, many, many years ago. Like did that work? It absolutely worked. But this is what happens. Okay. So it's been probably about, what, I'm 37 now. I probably started when I was 26. So it's been over 10 years that I've been doing it. So I started off with Botox, just like a little bit on my jawline. I wouldn't touch the rest of my face. And then it was probably up until maybe five years ago when I started doing kind of my forehead. And then I I continued my jawline. And then like a little bit like in other areas that need a little bit of touch up. Very, very minimally. But I do it once a year with my doctor, my derm. And what's interesting about Botox is that there's something called... The person that I go to, she does this thing called baby Botox. Mm. And it doesn't go in fully into the muscle. It's on the surface of your skin. And actually, a lot of girls in Korea do this. And it's just to get the skin to like Plump plump up and also give you that kind of glow. You know, like when you look at some girls, you're just like... How is your forehead so like glossy round. or round or whatever? So it actually just goes on. They're like teeny little like needles that she pokes into you. So it's very different than like getting it fully injected. I do get my forehead fully injected. Mm-hmm. But everywhere else, I do like small baby Botox. And it just kind of pumps up the skin and it makes it glow. And I do that once a year. My jawline, though, that's what I want to talk about. I It worked phenomenally for the first probably, I don't know, probably seven years five to seven years. But what happens, and I think this is something that everyone has to be aware of with Botox, is that your muscles become used to it at some point and it doesn't become as effective anymore. And so I think even though I do still get it, it doesn't have the same effect that it used to, which I'm totally fine with because I, I love this shape of my face now and it's not something that bothers me. I think my face has my shape of my face has changed a little since I've been doing it for so long. Yeah, but now I'm like, I don't really need to do it anymore because it doesn't really have the same effect.
1: And then do you think that the jawline is changing, like going back to its more natural state or not really?
0: I don't think so because, you know, I'm not a doctor, so I might be wrong. And if you guys are listening and you guys want to jump in here, feel free to like DM me. But I do think that it is preventative as well Botox oh. so it kind of trains your muscle to be a certain way and not you're not overusing your muscles anymore mm. so my that's why I feel like I don't need to really do it anymore because my jawline is not as like prominent as it used to be because it just hasn't really been working for a long time since yeah. I've been doing it for 10 years mm, I see. but it doesn't have the same effect that it used to, but I'm okay with that now because I'm happy with like kind of where my jawline is now. And
1: at the beginning, when you started the jawline, how often were you doing it? Just once a
0: year. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was enough. Once a year. Yeah. I don't think, and look, you have to be very real with yourself once you get into that territory because it does get addictive. Mm-hmm. At one point, you're just like, oh, I could use a little more. I could use a little more. Okay. And then you start looking a little crazy, right? Did
1: and you I, ever feel like you it was I I When be- I
0: first started, I started. I remember at one point, I was like, I could do more. But then I would always just catch myself being like, okay, no, you you don't. So I was always good about that. But it's so easy to get there. But I think at our age, I think Botox is something that is so common. And I don't think it should be frowned upon as long as you're doing it in healthy measures. And it makes you feel good. My mom, for the first time ever, got Botox at her mm-hmm. age 60. And she just cannot stop looking at herself. She's like, I <laughs> look so young. I'm like, you look amazing. Yeah. And it makes her feel good. And yeah. that makes me really happy for her. Yeah. And I think, especially for our parents' generation, I think they feel so guilty feeling and looking good themselves mm-hmm. that it's fun to see her reaction to like feeling good about herself. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, here it's like whatever make For me, it's whatever makes you... Feel good as long as it's not anything in small doses, right? Nothing yeah. crazy. And you're still
1: so young, yeah. right? So I think that's why it's good to just take your time with it a little bit. I like that it's like a one-year thing.
0: Yeah. For it's me, not... I promised myself. I, I said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this like once a year okay. type of thing. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of draw the boundary somewhere. So anyways, that is what I do for kind of my skin. Clear and Brilliant. Botox once a year. How about you? Have you done anything?
1: Yeah, I've done Botox too. I have like a very up and down experience with Botox. I did it back I don't know 2000 I have no idea like probably like five years ago for the first time in Seoul mm, and in it Korea. was in Korea because I was there for a job and I it, I was like the happiest person ever because <laughs> it was perfect it was the perfect amount the placing was so good it looked so natural there weren't like weird things going on and then I came back to the States and a few months later For me, it didn't last a whole year. That's why I get nervous about it. Because for me, and maybe because I only do very little from the Mm. beginning. I do feel like maybe after month four, I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Oh,
0: you could tell. I could
1: tell, right? So it wasn't as firm. And then I I did, you know, seek a doctor here and did it. And it was not good. Mm. I got like the whole wind. Like, you know, when your eyelid kind of like sags?
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. It was horrible. How did your eyes sag? So. I, well, it's not that the eye sagged. It's like the placing was bad. So, you she put it over my eyebrow, and then my eyelid could not move for like two, three weeks. Okay, you I just don't. It a ma- bad experience. It was a terrible experience. That was a
0: bad experience.
1: So after that, I did not do my. I didn't do it anymore. And then COVID happened, so none of that was happening. And then this year, you know, coming back to the real world, I was like, I'm going to try it. And I did find somebody that I absolutely love, and she's close to me. And so I did. I did go to her, like probably. Like a few months ago before I was going yeah. on my summer break. Well, so, that's,
0: that's important to find someone that you trust and you yeah. love. And you can, like my derm, She's she will tell me when it, something is too much. Yeah. And you want someone like that, Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, but also somebody that understands placing. That's what I've realized. Oh, yeah. It's so important. So, you guys, if you're thinking about this, take your time and find somebody that's highly recommended by Or just friends. go to Korea. And just go to Korea every, every six months. That's doable. We should do that. Yeah. Chris, are you looking for nutritious and delicious snack for the whole family? I mean, always. Well, look no further than Perfect Bar. Have you tried
0: these? Oh my God, girl. I am their biggest fan. <laughs> they are I so good. I love Perfect Bar. I mean, a little too much, to be honest.
1: What's your favorite? Which flavor?
0: Uh, their cookie dough. Mm. Have you tried? Yes. It is so incredible. So it's made with freshly ground peanut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods. And Perfect Bar has a variety of products, like protein bars, and little uh, like protein bars and little snack size bars too. They are all so good, but not only just good, but they're also good for you. And I'm sure that everyone will find something that they love because they have so many amazing flavors.
1: So I've been trying to work out and be more consistent. And this is the bar that I take in my gym bag and have one right after I work out. Mm, It is a really good after workout snack. And Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Okay, Chris, listen to this. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar. Directly into your Venmo what? or PayPal account. They're going to
0: pay you to basically try it out. Yes. That's crazy. Okay, we're going
1: to try that right now. Okay.
0: I mean, but, okay, fine. Okay. I already tried every single flavor. But, but at like... least,
1: but you can get a free one. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is go to perfectsnack. All you have to do is go to perfectsnack.com to get a free perfect bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash Pumo to get a free perfect bar today. Happy snacking. Happy snacking. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep our kids busy and challenged and KiwiCo does the legwork for us. So you can spend quality time tackling projects together. And this is my favorite part of KiwiCo. They make it incredibly easy and they offer engaging, enriching, and seriously fun STEM projects for the kids they have subscription lines for the kids of all ages ranging from infants to preschoolers all the way to teens and honestly we've been using kiwi co since my son was probably six years old somebody gifted us a box for his birthday and then we subscribed and we've loved all of the crates i mean i love all the
0: crates both of my girls love the crates i have a three-year-old and a seven-year-old and there's always a crate for the kids like their own individual activity um, Colette created like this solar system in like a little box and she, sh- she was like shaking it up and it mixed all the paints together and I like, created like this really cool like planet and she just got really really excited about it and it was so easy to do so engaging and I- what I love most about it is that it creates a a love for learning and it doesn't even feel like something that they have to do they want to do it because it's so much fun and it's engaging and it's so enriching
1: So if you want to try KiwiCo, and we highly recommend it, you can get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BUMO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code BUMO. Are you looking
0: for some good, clean positivity? Good. Me neither. I'm Maddie Murphy, and I host The Bad Broadcast, a weekly comedy podcast dedicated to talking about everything we love to hate. I searched my whole life to find my passion. Little did I know I had been practicing my true talent every single day. Complaining. Join me every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast to answer our weekly questions and for a chance to be featured on the show. See you there.
1: Okay, but one thing I've been trying because I'm very, I tried lasers and my skin's so sensitive and I'm also at the, I live by the beach so it's like a dangerous combination, I think. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying retinol. Mm. And I've been trying that for about six months on and off. And I do find it that the times that it works, my skin looks really clear and glowy as if I had just had a laser. Yeah. But then sometimes it doesn't get there. And then just my skin is really dry for three or four days. So I'm still playing around with it a little bit.
0: Well, I think retinol that you're going to go through periods of that, of dryness and kind of like the flakiness. flakiness. Yeah. Because essentially what retinol does, and again, I'm not a derm, so don't come attack me guys about this. Do but people sen- really do that? Yes, they do. Oh boy. Okay. So I just have to put it out there. I mean, oh, obviously I'm not a derm. People know mm. that. But I just have to say it just in case you're new to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a venture trying to shut off kind of like, a thin layer of your skin, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's what retinol is supposed to do, no? Yeah. And so naturally, your skin is going to go through a period where it feels a little bit more dry. But then once you go through that, that's when you're able to fully see the results, no?
1: Yeah. I think that that is sort of the process. But... I'm having a hard time nailing what that looks like for me mm. because sometimes I put it on and two days later for three days my skin is glowing and I'm so happy but there have been moments where I try it and then my skin looks really dry and and peely like you said and then it never gets there And oh, so I, I see. feel like I have to do more of like a recovery for it then I have to moisturize really mm. intensely for another week and things like that what so retinol do you use well, I use, I started with the Bliss retinol, actually, which is great. And now I'm using from my drum too. And her name is Nina Desai. Mm. And I use, I go to her for all skincare stuff. And for a long time before I was, before I, I was doing, and again, I'm not doing Botox often, but before that I was doing a lot of the Korean lymphatic facials. Mm. So I would try to do that once a month, once every two months. And oh. that was enough for me to keep me happy and lifted and plump.
0: You know what's so interesting? i kind of resorted back to that which is the korean lymphatic sh- like facials
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it the botox on my jawline was not giving me kind of like that lift that mm-hmm. V line that mm-hmm. I used to get from it because I've been doing it for so long and now that I've been going back to kind of more of that korean like in, and I'm talking you guys if you're not korean you might have not experienced this yet okay but uh-huh. those korean facials are Painful sometimes. Oh yeah, Those yeah. Like where they like really with their knuckles, sh- their knuckles and their, through, and they're just like literally reshaping your yeah. face.
1: Yeah, but if it's too hard, I would tell them to like, yeah, like I mean, chill out a little bit. But they do; they are painful, especially the first few times. Yeah. yeah, and
0: so I've been going back to that, and I feel like that's been more effective than Botox for me. Okay, yeah, well, okay,
1: good to know. I think yeah, the maintenance, but then it does take a lot more time. Yeah, yeah,
0: and so. And then you get your facials too. Yeah. Okay. I
1: mean, the lymphatic facials. Oh, okay. I don't do like American spa style facials. Oh, I don't either. I don't. I am so sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I should not have said that. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. Okay. I have
1: tried them, but they don't work. I don't know what to say.
0: (laughs) If you want the relaxing, atmospheric (laughs) facials that will just make you fall asleep, (laughs) that cost $300 to $500 at a gorgeous spa. Yeah. Go for sure. it, treat yourself, but if you want effectiveness, it doesn't have to be that expensive. First of all, yeah, you, could, you can buy a pack, a ten pack. <laughs> you can buy a ten pack and go to K Town, and yeah. it's like the cost of one facial, yeah, at a general spa, yeah, versus like an actual real facial,
1: yeah. Because I think the point is it's it's maintenance, and you have to be consistent about it. It's yeah. not like you get one facial a year and then you have glowy skin. It's like you have to go. I mean, a lot of girls who are very consistent go twice a month. Yeah. And so that's part of the maintenance is to go consistent.
0: I mean, that's why in Korea, those packs are so like popular. It's like you don't just go in for one facial. You buy the whole pack. Mm-hmm. So it's like you come in two, three. I mean, I don't know who has time for like three, four times a month. Yeah. But it's like it's like a maintenance thing. It's, yeah. not, it's not like a once every six months type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that's skin and… We have to talk about hair. Okay, hair because okay, hair is hard for hair me. Hair is hard. Okay. What do why? You, you have gorgeous hair, luscious oh. hair? I I've been struggling with hair because I feel like I'm losing a lot of hair right now. Yeah, me too. You
1: are? I can't well, tell. compared to the usual, like every year I feel like I'm losing more hair than the year before. Yeah. And I do have I do have a lot of hair. I'm very grateful for that. But Every year I feel like I'm losing more and more hair yeah. and I am confused as to why that is happening.
0: I think it's just age, girlfriends. No, no, I'm, I'm yeah. aging backwards. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's just age because it, everyone it, okay. around me that I know is losing hair. And everyone's in their late 30s or early 40s. Okay, but I
1: have a question because I'm not I have colored my hair, uh-huh. but in the 40 years I've probably colored my hair for 2 years. Like it's not something I've I usually do. I've kept my hair quite virgin, but do you think it's because there's so much hair coloring going maybe. on? I and mean, so much bleaching and all that thing? Maybe. I mean, I feel like it
0: definitely doesn't help if you're coloring your hair for it to be at a healthy state. Yeah. And for me, I've been doing it for maybe, I don't know, maybe three to five years. Not that long, but I've yeah. had this like brown color for about three years. But yeah, I mean, I we have friends that like get their hair bleached and highlighted like all year round and I would imagine in the long run it's like not that
1: that great for for you okay so fine there's the coloring which I don't know I don't know the science behind it but to me a lot of the friends I see around me who are losing a lot of hair is because they have been bleaching and coloring it for for a few years now Mm -hmm. but I don't know if that's connected or like you said it's just because of age but white hairs
0: Okay. It's are you dealing started, with writers?
1: Yes.
0: Okay, what are you what are you doing about it? So, I can't see any by the way. Yeah,
1: because it I'm just starting, but oh, okay. enough where I'm like, oh, that's like for example, I was at a dinner just a few months ago and there was a photographer and like they took photos and then they sent us the photos. And for the first time through when I was looking at the photos, I saw white hair in on my photos. Through a
0: photo. Yes. Wow.
1: And I was like, oh, okay. I just wasn't even aware, right? Uh-huh. And so then I was thinking about that. And so now I'm doing my research. I don't want to color my hair because, again, I don't have a lot yet. Uh So I wanted to understand if, like, you start coloring your hair now or do you wait until you have much more white hair? So that's something that's been in my head. I was talking to a friend about it who is in her mid-50s. And I was like, because her hair is beautiful. And I said, when did you start coloring it? Or, like, what are you doing? She's like, I've never colored my hair. And she's in her mid-50s. And I said, okay, tell me everything. And she, and maybe this is common knowledge. This is new to me because I'm just starting this stage. But there's a shampoo called Moda Moda.
0: (gasps) Tell me more. What is It's from the
1: Korean market. Uh It's not expensive. I think it's $15. But it's a shampoo that colors your hair. It's like a tinted shampoo. What? Yes. And I'm only halfway through the bottle. And again, I only have like two little sprouts coming on the side. So if I part my hair through the middle, you can't really see it. But if I part my hair a little bit to the side, I can start, it, I can start to see some uh-huh. of the little sprouts. So I'm trying the Moda Moda shampoo. Again, this is also not sponsored. I'm just trying it out yeah. to see if it will start to color some of the white hairs as they're coming in.
0: So, But you haven't seen the results yet?
1: I have not seen results yet. But again, I don't have enough for it to make a difference. And my auntie did say that it I probably need to go through two bottles to really start to see it because it's very gentle, oh, okay. and so it's not going to immediately color your hair. But it's kind of part of your maintenance, long term maintenance, so that you don't have to color your hair too soon. Oh, it's like a a tanning lotion
0: for your hair. Yes, <laughs> like over time, it will it will kind, kind of, of hold onto or, the color and the pigment. Got it.
1: And then, and again, it won't completely cover it like a dye, but it will hide the shininess of white hair, especially against black hair. Interesting. Yes. So I'm very hopeful so that I don't have to start coloring my hair because I've heard it's like a whole process. I mean, it is. It really is.
0: Like for me, I've had this. My hair is not like significantly colored, but it is colored as it's a light brown or auburn brown ish.
1: But this is not. Is this bleached or is it just kind no, of like a I cover? Don't, I, I've never bleached my hair. Yeah, this is just yeah. like a colour on top of your hair. Yes. Yeah.
0: So but then the roots grow out so fast and easily.
1: Oh, so you just But do you I apps? I would like
0: to go lighter, but I'm not because like I'm able to kind of get away with my roots mm-hmm. because it's already a dark color. Mm-hmm. So I could go just like two times a year colouring my hair and I think that's like the most I wanna do. Okay. Uh-huh. But I know some girls that have to, like, really keep it up. So, yeah. Well, especially
1: yeah. with white hairs coming. Are you noticing any gray? You know what's
0: funny? I've always had a little bit of white hair. Uh-huh. Just random. Since I was, like, a teen. Oh, and I would okay. just, like, pick them out. Yeah. But, obviously, it's kind of more of genetics. Yeah. Like, my sister's husband, he went full gray when he was <gasps> yeah. in high school. Like, full gray when he was Okay, in high that's
1: another thing. Like, can we just make gray hot or not yeah. yet? Right? Like… I feel like I might be okay with that, too. I mean, who knows? I mean, you could be a silver fox. I think so.
0: (laughs) But a girl version. Yeah, my mom, she she used to dye her hair all the time. But Uh she just got to the point where she got tired of it. And she just fully let it grow out. I love it. And now she's fully just white, silver. And it looks so good on her.
1: I Okay, I Mm. think I might end up in that track a little bit.
0: I mean, you still have a few years. Yeah. Like, maybe a decade longer. Yeah. Until you get there. Or maybe two decades. But... I think the growth part might be a little hard. Like when you start seeing like half of it yeah. come out and you're just like, oh, what oh, do I do? Yeah. But once you're like fully gray, you're just like, F it. I'm just going to own it. You okay.
1: Know? I think right? I'm like starting to think about that yeah. because it's also becoming more normal, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm seeing it more in other women like your mom. Yeah. And they just own it and I kind of love
0: it. It looks so good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for me, speaking of hair, I've always had a receding hairline. Always. It's not because it's hair loss. I've just had a receding hairline. But on top with the hair loss, it's become a lot more severe, especially when I pull my hair back because I love pulling my hair back and tying it up. And so I've been getting microbladed on my hairline. I just got it done. Oh. So it's a little darker right now.
1: Mm-hmm. And by the way, it looks so natural because they do strokes.
0: Yeah, they do the hair strokes. So mm-hmm. I've been doing this for probably about five years. I do it maybe once a year. Obviously, during COVID, I, I wasn't able to and I like I was so paranoid about it because i don't know it was just always a insecurity of mine growing up which was like my huge forehead and like pulling it back yeah. like that's all people would focus on even though they're like it's so beautiful that's all people could see is my forehead well wow. and so you know i figured i was like okay i looked into everything i was like do i get like a hair transplant do i do and i was like this is way too much work Like i am not gonna do a hair transplant um I'd rather just figure something out. So, How did
1: you know to do this option? So
0: I've been getting my eyebrows microbladed from Hera. Mm-hmm. She's in K-Town. If you guys go to her, let her know I sent you. I mean, last time I talked about her, she was booked out for the entire year. And I was like, damn it. I shouldn't have said anything because I couldn't even get an appointment with her. Because <laughs> all of you guys booked up an appointment with her. So anyways, I've been going to Hera for, in K-Town here in L.A. And she's been doing my brows and I've always loved doing microbladed brows because when I was a, a young girl, I shaved off my brows and, <laughs> and they, they never just, grew, back? They grew back, but they were always thin ever since then. And I've always loved that like thick, fluffy eyebrow look. And I would always try to draw it in myself, but it would just look overdone or whatever. So I went to go get it microbladed and it was the best thing that I've ever done because it's like one thing I don't have to worry about in the morning is doing my eyebrows. And, and then... She looked at my hairline and she's like, oh, you know, I do hairline too. If you're interested. I was like, what? Wow. What is this sorcery? Like Uh what? I've (laughs) never heard of this. And she started showing me pictures. It's more common in men, actually, because a lot of men have receding hairlines as they get older. So she said that most of her clients that do it in the beginning were just men. But now a lot of women are starting to do it. And it's very natural. I did, I got it done a little bit more because my, for me, I wanted it to show in photos, my hairline being a little bit more forward. Mm-hmm. But she does it really naturally. The only thing is that it... Like obviously microblading is not permanent. It always fades. But then on the scalp, it fades a lot faster because you are sweating on your scalp. And so that's just one thing I have to put out there. I could go for maybe about a year on my brows without touching them up. But probably within six months the microbladed strokes on my hairline are pretty much gone. Mm. So there's a lot more maintenance to that. So that's just one thing that I've been doing that I highly recommend if you guys also are kind of self-conscious about your it hairline. Looks amazing. And not just hairline. You know when you like pull your hair back uh-huh. and like sometimes you have these like random spots where yeah. it just looks… She does that too. Oh. She'll like go in there like in those random empty spots and just like fill them up. So when you pull your hair back, it looks more full.
1: Take my mom because she has like the empty spots right on the crown yes. of her head, so maybe I'll take her for that. Yes, yeah,
0: amazing, and it's not painful at all. It does feel a little weird because it's like little scrapes, yeah. but it doesn't hurt at all. Oh. So yeah. Oh, and another thing that I do, not having to do with my hair anymore,
1: mm-hmm. moving actually, on, moving on, moving on,
0: is my lashes, my eyelashes.
1: Oh yeah. So are those extensions? extensions. Yeah,
0: I'm all about how. What are what is everything or sorry. What can I do so I can make my life easier? I'm all about just adding like
1: more permanent things. More
0: permanent things, as yeah. long as it doesn't make me look crazy. Yeah,
1: I love your extensions. It took me three
0: different people to find this person Ooh. though, because I think for Asian eyes, it's really, really hard to find like yeah. the perfect kind of the and the curl. Link. Yeah, yeah. So I found this girl. She's Chinese and she's in the South Bay. What I'm,
1: is your length right now? Is it ten, twelve or I don't
0: even know. Oh, okay. I just ask her to do whatever she did like, okay. the first time. Yeah. But I do this every it, it is maintenance though.
1: I can't. I, I every, that's the one every thing. Every three weeks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Every three weeks I have to do it. I probably don't have any lashes at this point because I've been doing it for over a year now. Yeah. Every three weeks. But for me it does make a big But diff- every
1: three weeks a full set or just putting in little bits where they're falling Um,
0: probably once a month a full set okay sorry once it depends because I travel so much so if I'm gone for longer than three weeks then I will do the full set but then for the most part it's like I try to go in every two weeks just for like the little touch-ups yeah Yeah. but it does make a big difference for me because I don't have to do my brows I don't have to do my lashes I could literally walk out of the house with just like blush and maybe a little bit like a tinted moisturizer. And your on skin a is
1: glowing from yeah. clear and brilliant. Yes. You're fine. It's, you're done. You know, it's...
0: How can I make my life easier by adding all these
1: things? Yeah. But you, then don't you have to... But then it also takes a ton of time to do these things.
0: Yeah. But then if you add up the time that you have to do your makeup in the morning every single day versus just doing yeah. these things once a month,
1: yeah. maybe it's worth it. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. And also at some point, I feel like even though I put on makeup... It doesn't even look good. Like there's something about makeup after a certain for me lately, I just don't like how my face looks with makeup. Well, you're just gorgeous, first mm-hmm. of all, so of you course. don't need makeup. Totally. That's exactly like, <laughs> that's exactly where I was going with that.
0: <laughs> no, but I, I, I do know what you mean because a little bit of makeup always just like comes off anyways. It's,
1: exactly. Yeah. Especially
0: like running around with the kids yeah. and you're just like busy and at the end of the day, you're like, did I even put makeup on? Yeah, I don't even know. I still look
1: tired. Well, yeah. yeah. So I do like these more permanent solutions that take time because you have to make appointment and it takes time out of your day, but they have more long lasting effects and save you time in the morning yeah. and actually make a difference.
0: Make it. Di- oh, another thing that my derm just recommended me to, and I love it. Okay. So eyes. Okay. This is another thing that I've been wanting to do. I just haven't had the time. I've been wanting to get my eyelids done for Mm -hmm. a very long time Mm -hmm. for those of you that don't know i got my eyes done at a very young age very very young age it's like a normal kind of korean thing write a passage write a passage (laughs) once you graduate high school that you just do so it's been like over 20 years guys so anyways haven't really touched my eyes since but they've been naturally what my doctor said is that your muscles especially on the eyes as you get older they just become weaker like anything any other muscle right so whenever I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, why do why do my eyes just look tired? Like, why can't I just open them up like I used to? Like if I just put a little <laughs> She's more blink. I, I have to put a lot of effort and strength to like have these wide open eyed open uh-huh. or my eyes open as I used to have them. And it's because my muscles are not as strong. And I was like, well, I just don't have time to get surgery. Like I'm in front of the camera every single day. I can't take a month off, mm-hmm. right? So my derm was like, have you ever heard of this eye drops called, I think it's called Upneak. I I will link it somewhere. I think it's called Upneak or Unique or I don't know.
1: Wait, what does it do?
0: So it's actually becoming really popular right now. I also saw that Susan Yara, you know, Susan, Yeah, yeah. she just talked about it too. Oh, not uh-huh. sponsored at all from either one of us, but it was recommended. And what it does is that, it not only it whitens your eyes, but it there's something in there where it makes... Your eyes just a little bit more dilated. (laughs) So your eyes, your pupil and your eyes, the muscles, it just lifts them up a little bit. So if you do it in one eye, one eye looks significantly bigger than the other. It's pretty crazy. And it lasts for about eight hours, I think. And so I don't use it every day, but I use it when I have to shoot. Because it does make a big difference. Oh wow. It just makes you look a little bit more alert. Oh. Awake. and makes your muscles a little stronger. So you're able to like open your eyes. Without having to try so hard like oh. me. So that's another random beauty find that has helped me. Okay. Which I've never talked about.
1: Okay. What other little random things do you want to share before we wrap up the episode? Okay. Let's quickly go through what body. Else? Hot. Oh body. Body. Okay.
0: Like what do you do for
1: fitness? Mm, I sit. I sit, I sit, I sit. <laughs> you sit. It's, it's been hard sometimes to stay motivated with body, mm-hmm. but I do love, I mean, just things that I do every day because I don't every day get to do any, I don't work out every day, but something that I do as often as I can is to use, to put oil in my moisturizer when I'm putting lotion on my body. Mm-hmm. And that feels really hydrating and it makes me, I feel like my skin is more firm. For workout, okay. I have been doing some weightlifting because that's what was recommended for me mm. because I'm kind of I don't know long but like starting to sag everywhere uh uh-huh. <laughs> so lifting so that I can Which get is strong so wrong at our age yeah stop saying at our age okay I mean at our age okay so I've been doing a little lifting I did Pilates a lot of Pilates last year but I'm taking a break from that and focusing on running and lifting a little bit mm, got it well and you give me your list so I, I mean, I kind of
0: talked about it before, but I am very, do work out at least five times a week. And I usually go for cardio, anything cardio based because I think I actually naturally have, not naturally, but I, I have strong muscles because I, I focus on like my abs for so long that for me, it's all about just kind of shedding kind of like that thin layer or whatever it is. And getting up and going and running because I hate running so much mm. with the passion. But what I've been doing is Barry's boot camp, and they make oh. it so fun. Mm. And I am horrible with endurance. Like horrible. Like if you ask me to run for 30 minutes straight, I just can't do it. But uh-huh. Barry's is intense running for like five minutes and then you stop. Or not even, it's like three minutes sprint yeah. and then you stop. And then you go on something else and then you kind of forget about it. And then you go back to the treadmill Three minutes, and I just like the burst of just like really intense and then slowing down, mm-hmm. intense, slowing down. So that's hit training. So I've been doing that, and
1: you do that five times a week? No, I don't oh. do berries
0: I do berries probably like two to three times a week, and okay. I do Pilates two to three times a week, okay. if if I have time. A lot of the times I don't, I don't. So I if I don't have time to go do Pilates or berries, I'll just do my my Peloton at home, mm-hmm. which I love. And another thing that I haven't really talked about, maybe I have a little bit before, is cryotherapy. Cryotherapy is when you go into this cold chamber. It goes all the oh, way down to 200, negative
1: 200. You got me a negative.
0: Yeah, negative 200. It's insane, but it, you're in there for three minutes. Is
1: that the dry sauna thing that you're talking about? Is it like a sauna room? Or is it you're submerged in water?
0: No, 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 no. So it looks like a chamber, like an actual chamber. And it's yeah. just like foggy because it's so yeah, cold. Yeah, so like the sauna thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's what I do. I try to do that like when I'm obviously traveling, I can't do it. So I haven't done it in a while. But when I'm home, I try to do it like two times
1: a week. A or week. A month. okay.
0: But then the place I go to is an actual like a health clinic. So they have the sauna room. They have the red lights, therapy they have the chambers, the cold chambers, they have everything. Mm. And so what I like to do is I like to do 30 minutes of sauna. So I'm like, like sweating, 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 getting all the toxins out. And then I jump into the cryotherapy, the chambers. And it's not as bad because I'm so hot already. So when I'm jumping into chambers, it's only for three minutes. And my body, I think it, it immediately kind of like tightens you up. Mm. But also it's, it's good for sore muscles because I do work out a lot and I'm sore a lot. It helps me recover a lot faster. And I think not that I'm doing it for any weight loss, but I heard that people that are trying to lose weight, it's actually very, very effective as well. Because your body is like having to, it's burning so much energy to keep yourself warm, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so naturally, you're just burning a lot of energy, a lot of calories from the the cold chamber. So. I try to do that as well.
1: And you and you feel like it works for you. I
0: feel, I feel very clear-headed more than anything. I feel very focused because it, it just makes me feel good. And I think at the end of the day, all of this stuff that we're talking about, mm-hmm. it's so you could feel good, so you could mentally go out there and just own whatever you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I work out, obviously, to keep shape, but also it's a mental, it's therapy for me, yeah. right? Yeah. It allows me to feel good, going into my work, going into motherhood, all of that. So, yeah. I mean, I hope that that's the one takeaway for you guys. It's like all of these superficial things that we're talking about, these things on the surface layer might not sound important, but it does make a difference when you feel good about yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah. Ooh, one last thing that I've been doing are my nails. Oh, I love is, nails! Which is, is… It's okay. So, for probably… A decade i just was not even paying attention to my hands because like oh my gosh these are working hands like i'm cleaning i'm cooking all day like i'm t- making braids tying the shoes packing the sporty bags you know and like my hands were always so like destroyed and just once in a while if i was going to go to an event or something then i would just do a manicure right and then coming out of the pandemic i wanted to get <laughs> lynn and chauncey called them the influencer nails and exactly the ones that you have, like the 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 crazy witch nails. And then so then I did those. But I don't know how you do that maintenance because it destroyed my nails. And so then I was like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Okay. So I found these semi-cure gel nails that I can apply at home. And I can put it at home, cure them at home. And then I have cute little nails. The, your,
0: okay. By the way, for those of you that can't see Sarah's nails right now, they <laughs> are... Colorful. So colorful and so cute. That's the first thing I noticed about her because they're not just like colored, but they're like rainbow. <laughs> Multicolor. colored in one nail. Like yeah. in one nail, there's like 10 different colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so cute. <laughs> it it's is so, so cute.
1: It It makes me feel pretty like cool and like hot. And usually I go for very neutral colors, like just nudes or things like that or very minimal designs. But I have a daughter who is super loud and loves to wear color and like do all the things. So she picked this one. Oh, I love it. And they're from Jelly Drops and they're amazing. They're from South Korea and I love them. And so, wait, is it
0: so you do it yourself at mm-hmm, home? Mm
1: hmm. And they last like a week at least. Oh, nice. And they're amazing. And like, for example, I, I finally kind of understand how to apply them properly so they don't fall out. Mm. But the first set, they would fall out, like a couple of them start to fall out after day two or three because I didn't really know how to apply them properly. Uh-huh. But you have to really press them on before you cure them. So really give it a give the, the glue, the adhesive like a minute to really stick onto the actual nail on the surface uh-huh. and then cure it and then it won't lift. And once I understood that little trick, the last set lasted almost ten days. So cute. Because when you do a regular manicure, after two days they start to chip.
0: I never do regular manicures. Right. Because you do the witch reason. nails.
1: But, but then the witch I'm nails. You the <laughs> <laughs> that's one long, one long middle finger. But then those guys just like it just made my my nails very weak. And maybe I'm yeah. not doing it right. I'm not sure. But then I was like, I don't want to do that. So this has been a really I mean, good that's, compromise. That's
0: so much better for your nails. Because for for anyone that wants these, which nails? Which nails? I don't even know what the <laughs> influencer nails. I think like yeah, the it? influencer nails. You have to get hard gel. If like these are actually my real nails, oh, so awesome. if you're not gonna get um, what's it called the extension or the X gel, the extra, you have to get it. Yeah, you have to get the hard gel, or else it's just gonna break, right? Because they're so long. Yeah. So hard gel does ruin your nails. Yeah. And- so then
1: after you take it off, what do you do? You just apply a new set? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. So they'll just like sand it down or whatever, and, and apply A apply new set. Okay. And they do break though. I mean, oh, I I've, yeah. I've had this for four four weeks though. Okay. So, they do last. And then. that's why I get them because I don't have time. These take so long. When when you're at the salon, you're there for like two and a it's half hours. Horrible. It's so long. But that's but we then can't. it's worth it for me because I get them only once a month. Okay. And so when I travel, I'm like I don't want to worry about my nails, and yeah. it usually lasts. But then it does up your your nails. The actual
1: nails actual well that's nails. the other thing because that you have a broken one so then what do you do you just go and replace the one
0: yeah but I haven't had my nails in in a while so I'm just okay. gonna get them all replaced anyway okay. so but that's yeah. that
1: what was that's what was so cool about the jelly drops because one fell out and then I just had it at home and I just put on a so new easy. one it so, so okay, easy love it okay I'm gonna try that yeah next
0: time All right, guys, we, I think this is a very long episode. (laughs) We have a lot of recommendations, I realize. We are too superficial. (laughs) At first, I was like, what are we going to talk about? We don't have that much to talk about. But apparently, we're very superficial. We have a lot of
1: recommendations
0: for you guys. If you guys enjoyed this episode, I don't know if you guys are going to like
1: this episode. I hope you guys do. Thanks. I think they will. Everybody, we're all thinking about the things. Yeah. We want to stay as youthful as possible without me going overboard. But I I think this is great. I learned so much. From you for yeah. listening to the things that you're doing.
0: Thank you. Okay. Well, let us know what you guys are doing. All of us mamas need some tips. So send us a DM on Instagram and follow us Mama Son, Pisal Lim, and at Bumo Parents. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful rest of the week, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you, so please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast and we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Brain on Instagram.